Megacon, how are you doing? That is what I call a Florida crowd. My name is Moises Chuyan. I'm here to moderate this Q&A with Eliza Dishku. Everybody excited? All right, let's go ahead and just bring her on out. Ladies and gentlemen, Eliza Dishku. How's Florida treated you so far? Uh, so far, so good. Yeah, I like it down here. Is this, this is a sunny state, right? Yeah, We got a lot of people out here, fans of, uh, fans of, uh, of Faith on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think. Maybe a, maybe a few. It's so weird yeah. hearing my voice. I mean, that's 20 years ago. I know. I mean, I'm old. Some of you Oh, come on. No, you're not. No, but it's so funny to, to hear myself all these years. Like, like having your adolescence documented on film is very strange. A few of us out here like me, huge fans of Bring It On. <laughs> Spirit fingers, everybody. <laughs> what, what were you a fan of when you were a kid? What were you into? What was your thing? Did you love reading? Did you love movies, TV? I mean, what, what, was, what, what were you into? loved a lot of uh, like weird things but I, was, I grew up with three big brothers so I was I was a real tomboy I liked like climbing trees and <laughs> making forts and enslaving my friends and you know like just normal I used yeah. to try to convince my one friend Vanessa Tammany to run away from home and live in my shed um, but you know normal 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 adolescent <laughs> stuff I did like, I kind of, I liked my father had a, had a baseball card and comic book store. So I was like, you know, reading comics and, and learning how to grade baseball cards and coins with my dad and them when we were kids. I liked, I had Star Wars action figures and the um, Darth Vader carrying case and all that. And we would do Darth Vader voices in the van. Well, I mentioned to you backstage, I, I, I saw you on stage in a play called Dog Sees God, which... For those unfamiliar with it, take the Peanuts gang, age them up to high school, give them a lot of complexes and problems, and you were Van's sister, Lucy, uh, in, Lucy with, under another name. Um, as a pyromaniac in an insane asylum. Yeah. I tried to kill someone. <laughs> I mean, the theater was a big thing for you going back to childhood. I mean, you, you've been a stage actress longer than you've been a screen actress? Not real, Not really. Children's theater stuff. I, in children's theater, I was, I was, um, I was a fish in Pinocchio. Remember when he gets swallowed by the whale, and then he, the, yeah. So I had like a cardboard cutout, and I like went across the stage like that, <laughs> cardboard cutout. And then um, I was a, a squirrel in Cinderella. It's a very important squirrel. And then, but I have stage fright. I mean, I don't, I don't like now, but I have stage fright when it comes to acting like in front of a, so the, the off-Broadway play was the only, only theater I really ever did where I spoke words. And it was terrible. It was fun, but it was terrifying. 
Now those, those you know, the, the role as the fish, the role as the squirrel, yeah. was this a part of what made you want to do this on screen as a, as a job, as a thing? How did, how did you find your way into wanting to act? I, I had three older brothers and my next brother up, he was very, very good on stage and he had like great roles in the, in the plays and I just wanted to do whatever my big brother did and so I, I tagged along at his, uh, he got a commercial audition and I tagged along and I tripped and fell on the stairs and I got a bloody nose and I turned into a drama queen and they said like, who's your kid sister? And he was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a role and, and, then, and then it kind of just kept snowballing and it was kind of just dumb luck. Well, you just kind of got a role on a little CBS show called Bull. Yeah. I just did, uh, did three episodes, and the, the third episode aired on Tuesday. That was fun. So, I mean, we're... My we're, first time playing a lawyer. We're going to see more of you? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> seems like a lot of people are really excited about seeing you on that show. She is very good at not violating NDAs. <laughs> Now we've got microphones set up right here and right here in the audience. Get up there, line up, ask your questions. I was going to ask another one, but oh my goodness, look at Rapunzel right here. You know what? Forget it. I can, I, I can see my, my, my next question to you, Rapunzel. What have you got for Eliza? Hi. I'm Rapunzel. Or Allie. Yeah. Um, yeah, you You're, you're, you're a fan of a, of a little sports team that, uh, that has a... A couple, couple of sports teams yeah. that, do, that do pretty well. Those Patriots, they do all right. Yeah, I, I hear their baseball team, they, uh, they, they bat in a few runs. I don't know. You're not paying, I'm not paying attention to nothing. So I was wondering, um, like coming from sort of that area, um, kind of not really directly raised in like the city or LA or anything. Did you feel like that was like a hindrance to like when your career was starting out or do you feel like, you know, no matter where you came from, like you Yeah, I mean there's a lot of there are a lot of uh, guys and, and gals that have come out of come out of Boston in the New England area, I feel like from the Affleck brothers and, and Matt and I mean like and great comedians and I think it's such a weird business because it's not it's so many so often it's not how good you are or how it's this weird combination of of luck and timing and uh so for me when I, I tripped and fell at this audition and I, I was asked to do this movie and and then I would make tapes from Boston with like a coach and you know send them in but I'm just a I'm a weird person to ask because I I, I don't really like I didn't I didn't really seek it out as, as much but um but I think, I think that, that we have actors that come from all over, and we definitely have some great Northeast actors. So put your, throw your hat in the ring, baby. You're yeah. saying you kind of like fell into the business? Uh, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> right here. Christini's here in Orlando. You guys know that one? And the accordionist 
who started out playing the True Lies Tango, and then upon for my exit, he played the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song. <laughs> Subtle. Um, but my favorite part that was just such a cool movie because I was 12 years old, and I and I you know Jim Cameron was like such a teenager at heart, and so he hired me to do the movie, and he just he gave me a beeper. Remember beepers? <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me a beeper. Serious technology. Yeah, That's a big so responsibility like, for a 12-year-old. Like a freaking kid in the candy store. Um, and like then, you know, hung me off of a Harrier jet on a roof for like four weeks with like this crazy, you know, group of stunt people. And I was like, I mean, just for the nut tomboy kid that I was like climbing trees now, I was like doing full on like the craziest stunts in, in the business on this huge hundred million dollar movie, and it was freaking rad. It was really fun. <laughs> you want to climb a tree here, climb this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was Poor so, mother. It was just so cool to see you with, with Schwarzenegger, man. It was really, really awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. He, was, he was cool, Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, really awesome to have you here make a comment. Thank you. Right on. Right over here. Hi. Um, Dollhouse is one of my top ten And uh, I just wanted to know what was it like having to play all those various roles and all that craziness having to, you know? Yeah, I know. It was, it was like a little schizophrenic, which which you would I think you'd imagine, and and exactly what I asked for. Like when I sat down, I asked Joss to go to lunch and. I didn't really think he was gonna do it when I was like, hey, like write me a show where I don't have to wear the same wardrobe every week and like I get to be like a different person, but like the same, but you know, and he was like, mm -hmm. and four hours later, he walked, he went to the bathroom and he came back and sat down and was like, it will be called Dollhouse. <laughs> and it's going to be a meditation on identity yeah. and it was really very, he gets very serious about things. Yeah. I, I mean, everything. And ridiculous and silly. Yeah. So he's a, he's a combination of, of serious and I mean, when you see that dude dance, it's like it's. Uh, yeah, he's he's come down to Austin legs. for South by Southwest a couple of times, yeah. and dude cuts a rug. Legs, right? Yeah. It's, you've never seen anything like it. But he um, he was a true bro and and wrote me that crazy part, and it was fun. And there were times, you know, the TV schedule can be a little bit faster than, than film, so there were times where it would have been it would have been nice to maybe like have have a little bit more preparation for the different roles and so just like hopping from one to the other. But all in all, I had a really great time. Well I enjoyed seeing you and thank you. Thank you. Right over here. Also you fans who have your hair. Um, what has been your favorite character that you've played? Oh, that's tough. I, people, people are most fun. Whatever you ask me about. I mean, I had a really, really good time playing Faith. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, lighting people on fire and not like, getting arrested for it. Um, but I, it's so weird because I, I mean, I've been doing this for 27 years, and so there's this sort of like trying to imagine like my favorite year of my life was. I, every, every role I feel like I've done has sort of been a weird combination of like art imitating life or life imitating art at the time. So there's a little bit of me and all those crazy characters. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy to see you. Thank you.
right there. Hi. Hi. Um, so my question also has to deal with Dollhouse, but also one of my other favorite shows, which was True Calling. <laughs> and both of those shows were canceled way too quickly, if you ask me. Um, but if you had to pick only one of them to kind of redo and end correctly, would you rather do True Davies or Echo? Oh, man. What would you rather? Yeah, she's going to make you choose. Yeah, you put her on the spot. She puts you on the spot. It's fair. I really like to see the energy calling. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. The calling, I feel like, was even more of a, of a weird thing because with Dollhouse, they, they told us that they were not going to continue the show. And we were like the last year where they weren't counting DVR. So it was really a bummer because they, they sort of implied that they might have kept the show going once they saw the DVR members. We were one of the highest DVR shows, but they put us in the, they call it the death slot on Friday nights. <laughs> we're like, cool, put us in the death slot. Um, but, but at least when they told us we weren't going to go forward, they let us finish out the season. With True Calling, it was, which is the case with a lot of TV shows when they cancel them, they cancel the show and it's like, you know, pack your bags and you don't come to work the next day. So yeah, go to lunch, show, take a long lunch. Yeah, exactly. So True Calling, really, we didn't have any time to, to wrap anything up or have any closure. So it'd be nice to, to, see, to see her off a little more properly. Thank you. Hey, who knows? They're doing a lot of crazy things with comic books, continuing things that didn't get finished properly. They are. I don't know. Maybe that's another someone you gotta talk to. I don't know. Maybe get on social media. I don't know. Just an idea. Not saying you should. Right over here. Hi. Um, so I also have a dollhouse question. Um, I was wondering what was your favorite Echo persona to play? What was your favorite? <laughs> you see, that's what, that's what happens. You put her on the spot like that, she just turns it right around. Look at this, she's still in character. Did I? I I really liked the episode and, and one of my favorite writers from that was on Dollhouse was also from the Buffy Days. His name's Tim Minear. Tim Minear got on to do little shows like like American Horror Story and Feud, and he's just a flippin' genius. Um, and he uh, had an episode that he wrote that was the where I played the blind woman in the cults. It was really awesome. Tim, that's deep. That's like a deep weave. And I really ended up liking it. And thought that was a special episode. I also liked playing the ninja. This ninja's a rat. And there's just so many good ones. Yeah. I'll have to go, I'll have to go back and watch my work. <laughs> I think I've never Thank you. Thank you. Right over here. I've been a huge fan forever. So, um, all right. So my question uh, actually was stolen by a lot, but I can open it. Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. Of so course. So going back to Buffy, if you can recall, what was your favorite memory, or what was your you know it's about to happen, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get asked a question, and they're not on stage. It's like boring for me to do it. It's not that easy, too, right? I got the spot, you're like, wait a minute. You're getting the real Eliza Dushku experience. You're getting to be Eliza Dushku right now. You're like, hey, I don't know she was supposed to be cool. No, she, she's getting to play you right now. Oh. Um, I mean, I like her. I like it when she's like, 
she really connects with Angel and just, you can really see her progress. I mean, I, I think you're one of the few people who was on three different shows with Alexis Denisov. Buffy, Angel, and Dollhouse, do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. What's, what, what's that guy like? Is he, is he, is he a, you know, a nice guy to be stuck working with? He is, he's a really nice guy. He's so, yeah, he's so nice, Allie went and married him. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, think that, I think that's a true test. I like that guy. So, I mean, good people on the set, good, good atmosphere. I mean, it, it, was, it was working on those sets uh, a, a different experience than other sets that you've worked on? Was it more of a family atmosphere? Well, those were my first TV shows, so it was, it was cool to, and I like, I like joining shows, I, I like, I've enjoyed the shows that I've started from the beginning as well, but it's fun when there's already kind of a party going on and you get to, you know, kind of parachute in. And Drop in, Eliza's here, what's up yeah. everybody? I like that, um, and they were all very welcoming and fun to work with, and I loved, I really loved Faith and Ain the Faith and Angel kind of arc and, and in terms of what I really liked doing. I thought it was really kind of nuts and ballsy when when I came on to Angel, I got really bad. Like I was bad and then I got really bad and this lovely man that we're talking about when I was torturing him with the, with the flames and the pan cooking spray and like that was I, I knew she'd know why I brought him up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that scene in the in the in the alleyway where where you know, she's begging him to kill her and she's bad and, and I just, I think one of the reasons people connect to Buffy so much is, you know, we all, like, bad, good people do bad things and, and you know, the, her whole redemption story and her, her amends and consequences and, and I, think, I think people really relate to that because she was, she was broken in many ways and he kind of loved her until she could love herself and, and it was, it was Beautiful thing, it's humanity, you know. She could, she wouldn't give up on Angel. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like full circle. Exactly. I like that. I'm Thank you. Thank you. Over here. Um, bring it on is like my all-time favorite movie. Very <laughs> 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 I was actually my question for you. Can you say oe oe o ice ice ice? <laughs> bring bring it on. PG-13 film. Yeah. I like that movie. We had no idea when we were making that. You know, like, there are all different... There are the big Marvel movies in our business, there are the tiny independent movies, and then there, there can be kind of like a handful in between where it's just a question mark, and that movie was not... That was a, big, that was a question mark movie, and we had no idea that that movie was going to take off and be so exciting and so beloved. So... It was it was super fun, and when we were making the movie, we got to it's on some of the bigger movies. There are a lot of people there, kind of micromanaging everything, and and you know, the studio execs come in and they're changing things, and 
they just left us alone on that movie. They really, they expected it would sort of be like a straight, straight sort of video type thing, and so we had fun, and the director, Peyton Reed, was just a, a nut, and we loved him, and so we had a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Over here. Hi, my name's Christian, and uh, huge fan of everything you do. Aww. Uh, starting with True Lies, going all the way through Buffy, Dollhouse. Nobody mentioned the new guy. I love that show. Aww. I love that movie. Thanks. Uh, my question is, what would you say is the big role that got away? The one that you really wish you'd gotten, and it passed you by, and you'd love to have done it. <sighs> I don't know, because I feel like when I, when I, 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 I'm one of those annoying people, this is that annoying thing, like I, that I think everything happens for a reason and there are a lot of great, there have been a lot of great roles and then I watch the movie afterwards and for the most part I feel like, oh, she, she was great in that role. So I feel like um, I can't think of something, I can't think of anything I really would have. If I can ask you a variant of that, is there, I mean, you just said, you know, on Bull, first time you're playing a lawyer, is there a type of role that you haven't gotten to sink your teeth into that you'd like to? You know, whether uh, whether a particular type of character, uh, you know, I mean, do you want to do you want to do something stunt intensive again? I am pretty physical. I do like I do like physical roles. It would be fun to kind of do some big, ballsy, actiony thing. I'd be I'd be down for that. But um, yeah, you know. Still, I, I, yeah, and, and another thing I feel like in our business is if you ever go like, I would play that role, you don't end up playing that role. So <laughs> it's a, it's it's a thing where you just kind of like. Oh, no, she's campaigning again. She's yeah, going exactly. for this part. Oh, so thanks. I think you just you know you, you hope you get your shot and you hope you get your your fair your fair chance and, and going for something. But it's all that happens that's supposed to happen, you know. Thanks. Right over here. I kind of have a two-part thing. I wanted to confirm or deny something I've read, and then I have a question. Okay. I read he used to that you can sign and he used to interpret for the theater. I did. Yeah. Right. Sure. When we were growing up in uh, in Watertown, inside of Boston, we it has one of the biggest. Um, schools and, and centers for, for blind and deaf. It's called the Perkins School for the Blind. And uh, so when we would do the plays, when I wasn't a fish or a squirrel. I mean, wowing had, audiences night by night. They had us, um, <laughs> they had us signing and, and shadowing other, other characters in the shows. So we all, because a lot of the, the, people, the kids from the school and people would come and watch our plays, so we were always signing. So we would do that and then we would, um, go and, and like read books for, um, like read books on tape and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the actual question I had was, when you were doing Geraldania, what prompted that and what did you learn most about your heritage that you hold most dear? Mm. Do you guys know Geraldania? This is a very personal thing for you. It's a personal project and I know it wasn't like a big thing, but it's on Netflix right now and it's a hour special that I did with my brother. My father was from, his parents were born in Albania and nobody really knows much about Albania. When we were growing up, our school teachers used to be like, oh, where are you from? We'll go and we'd say Albania and they'd say, oh, you mean Armenia. We'd say, no, it's Albania, it's a place and people don't know very much about it, but it's a really special place, and it's right off the back boot of Italy, it's right above Greece, and it was a communist country for many years, and so it was closed. And um, so it was, it was a special thing for us to be able to, you know, my dad grew up in, in Boston, and he said, nobody 
not only did everybody know about it, but it was sort of, we were the underdogs and we were sort of kicked aside. And, and I think the theme in a lot of the roles that they played or been an advocate of or, or kind of the underdog roles. So it was all that more special for this to be so personal and to get the chance to do it with my brother. And we went to Albania and we went to 15 different cities in 15 days and we met the people and tried to weave in like some historical context for, for people to make it fun and a personal story where we were seeking out Longmont's relatives that we never met. And so the whole thing was just, it was really special and we're really proud of it. We were just there three weeks ago in Albania. And I'm also like an Albanian princess, which is weird. I became like an Albanian national hero after I wore. Thank you. <laughs> double-headed eagle on my back here. It's the Albanian national flag, and the producers had asked me to, they said, we want to put something on your shirt, you're wearing it the whole movie, so I asked them to put the eagle on the shirt, and overnight, I became, you know, I guess the Belushi brothers, Mother Teresa, and myself with the famous Albanians in the world. <laughs> and it was because I'm wearing this eagle in that movie. Um, and so I go there, and it's just, it's, it's you know the movie Coming to America? I'm like Eddie Murphy in that movie. The Albanians see me and they just, they go crazy. They, don't, they give me free food, they, they play songs for me. Um, so it's a fun place to be when you're that. <laughs> if you ever want to go, I'm the girl to go with. If you I'll go with well, let me let me ask you a follow-up on that. Uh, you know, something we, that I guess we kind of have in common. My dad came over on the Mario boat lift. Uh, I'm, I'm Cuban, and you know, growing up, there was that kind of divide. When when you're part of you know block nations or you know behind yeah. the Iron Curtain, as it were, growing up was most of your connection to your heritage, just what you were able to get through your dad. At what point were you able to actually make that reconnection? That I mean, you've made this movie, and mm -hmm. you know, you've you've done a lot more to to kind of reclaim those roots. Were you able to do much of that growing up? Uh, I mean, growing up, no, and, and part of it, exact, exactly what you said. Um, so, I mean, we had things like, our, my grandparents had also passed away before I was born, and so my, my father didn't really speak Albanian to us. I would meet Albanians here and there, and it, it was just, it was never very, it was never very deep, but um, we had a little couple old traditions and foods that we would make, but, uh, Absolutely, when I was invited there, I believe my first time in Albania, I was like 23 years old, and I was invited to like go over and host some big Euro music festival thing, and I went, and I brought my father and my brothers, we all got the tattoos in Albanian together, and I was just really determined to like figure, to dig deeper, so. Dear Albania, on Netflix right yeah. now, everybody's gonna go and watch it tonight, right over here. And thank you to whoever helped Don, because we did a big uh, Kickstarter to raise money to finish the film. And we definitely didn't have a studio behind us. We're like, we're making an Albania movie. They were like, next. So we raised money and maybe some of you guys. Thanks, great. OK, yeah, about this superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan. I have a rule on you with uh, Buffy and follow your work after that. Thank but, you. Not a call. Um, so my, my question is, it's probably a little difficult to answer, Robin every actor with the question that I've met so far. Um, I know Faith was a reckless character, you know, that's how she was written to be, but for you to portray her, is there a scene that you struggled with to actually do? You know, like when she stabbed the guy and, you know, cold blood and just 
no big, like, is there a scene for you? <laughs> Even though she was written to be reckless, that was hard for you to portray. The I mean, you're you're totally right, and and um, I I guess it, I don't I don't know what that says about me. It wasn't as hard for me to kill people. <laughs> it was hardest for me to wear a dress. It was hardest for me when Josh was like, so you're gonna meet the mayor is like this, your father figure, and you're gonna we're gonna do a picnic scene, and we're gonna put your hair in a ponytail, and like put you in a floral dress. I was like, why? <laughs> so weird, and I felt I was so uncomfortable. And then he did. The, he ended up doing the same thing to me on Dollhouse. He's like, he, he's like, Joshu, I know you, girl. Your comfort zone is in your hair. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, stop. And he's like, so I am gonna take you out of your comfort zone as much as possible. And he would put me in these updos, and I just, I don't know. I just always had my hair like I was a jungle kid or something. So I, I didn't. I just, I don't know, it, it feels strange to be like so proper and yeah. girly. So those are the hardest things for me. And I just have one more question. Um, what was your, like your fun and your favorite episode that you did? You know, like the Buffy Switch? The Buffy Switch was, was okay, it's, it's real. cool. It wasn't that, it wasn't as fun, it wasn't as fun. for me. Yeah. She had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, for me, like, I had a lot of fun with, like, the Bad Girls episode. The Bad Girls, That was a good one. I liked the, the ones where I get to, like, dance while beating people up. I think that's, like, a new skill that I created, this day. Dancing and beating up, you know, five people on the dance floor. Thank you. Thank you. Right here. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm a huge doll fan. My question is difficult, so don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> my, my question to you is this. Um, you portrayed a number of really strong female characters. Um, we're now getting one where like, Wonder Woman's gonna be in theaters. We're getting our first superhero, uh, a female superhero movie. What would you say to aspiring writers like me um, who are looking to fashion uh, strong female characters from the, uh, an actor who's portrayed them? Hmm, that is a really good question, and it's a question I'm always kind of asking myself and writers when, when they talk about writing strong badass. I mean, that's like the, the catchphrase now. We want a strong badass female. And I was like, well, the biggest thing is just because you dress her up like one and give her a couple fighting scenes is not a badass, strong female character make. Like, it takes, you know, that's, it's amazing how often how often the industry kind of misses that, and and it's it's about it's about these important themes. It's about kind of the 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 nuances and the the. I mean, I'm just if I, if I look at Faith alone, the fact that you know it, it was it was like it's not black and white. It's the gray area in between that's that's interesting, and it's it's like where these characters are coming from and what they're what kind of adversity they're they're sort of charging through or, or working through and facing and um, I mean if, if you watch Buffy and you watch some of the great female characters I think as a writer you, you can catch on and you know what you know what the difference is. But oftentimes, you know, I struggle with that because sometimes I'll read a character on the page and I'll be like, yeah, well it's not all there, but maybe we can get there and 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 I mean, I can look at my career and be honest and, 
say not all of them do, and some of them have fallen to that category of like, oh, they think they give me an axe, and it makes me this, this strong character. And then in some in some ways it, it does, but in other ways it, it's just missed the beat. So getting in there into the, the gnarly, the gnarly real cushy stuff is, is what's key. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for all the wonderful roles that you played. Thank you. For, thank if you weren't here, I would be weird if I was here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for being here. Very true. That would be really important. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Right over here. What was it like working on TV? What was it like being a guest judge on Lost Drivers? Oh, big ju- I was like, wait, I never played a judge, but I, I was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I'd say I love drag queens, but there have been like a few drag queens I did not love. So, but I, but I, I did a movie when I was 14 years old called Race the Sun in Australia. And when I went on that movie, I was like introduced to this insane, amazing drag culture world in Australia. And like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, had just come out, and yeah, yeah. That one person in the room was like Priscilla. No, I mean the guy on stage with you. Oh yes. Movie, and um, and some of, there were a couple of crew members on the movie that were like you know like a, a big Aussie like grip by day and by night he was like you have to come see my drag show and I was like this is amazing. <laughs> so I just I I kind of I loved it and and then I was a big fan of RuPaul and when I was asked, it was a no-brainer. But I don't think I was a very good judge. A few people have like called me on it, because again, I'm for, I like root for the underdog. It's like, I couldn't, I didn't have like the mean streak where I was like, nah, you suck, your dress is ugly. I was like, no, like you're really trying. And so I grew actually, I think like after the show was like, yeah, like thanks, but you're never coming back, so. <laughs> mm. I wanted the, yeah, mm. I couldn't tell anyone to sashay away. Exactly. Right here. Magic of the movies. Like, okay, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, remember my audition scene, and I do the tattoo thing, and I go back, and then I, and then I run up, and I go like this, and then I, I go down, and then they cut to a different shot, and then you see a person doing like all the backflips, and then I go. <sighs> the other one was my friends. <laughs> but I, I could totally do it. <laughs> she just didn't feel like it that yeah. day. Can you tumble and stuff? A little bit? It's really fun. And it's actually, I mean, I don't want to say it's easier than it looks, but if, you, if you're practicing and you're doing it with the right people, and it's scary, and you think, you know, there's no way I'm ever going to be that, the, the one that's flying up in the air, it's, it's actually, you can do it. Thank you. You should. <laughs> Just be safe. Be safe. Be safe, yeah. Great people. Hi, I'm, yeah. Right here. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi. I like you. 
I like you on Buffy, obviously. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, I have always wondered, um, fates, you know, famous, say, five by five, what does that mean? Does anybody want to help her? This is a radio term. <laughs> oh, no? so, yeah, as a podcaster, I can, I can, I can answer for our luminous guest. Uh, it's, a, it's a term that in, it basically means uh, perfect, uh, perfect uh, um, clarity and perfect signal. So, sounds perfect. Yeah. It's, I was just curious, I always thought that was a cool thing that she always used to say, I thought it was so cool. I did too, and I had no idea what it meant. I just was like, ah, oh, so she's cool. Like, eh, she's not that bad. Josh, what does this mean again? I never asked. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You just dedicated yourself to it, and boom, done. Thank you. Right over here. Hey, hey, there you go. There you go. The one thing I'm useful for, right? Team Spike. Is that what your shirt says? Team Spike. All right. I was wondering, are you Team Spike or Team Angel? Whoa! Whoa! Hold on a minute. Thought that might be coming. Yeah, they're both they're both equally messed up dudes. I I can't pick which one I love love more. But um, who, I, I get that you're Team Spike. I mean, you know, Spike didn't really do that much for Faith, so I would I would definitely proudly say that I was Team Angel. Team Angel totally had that. Nobody else did. She's like, yeah, well, James is here and David isn't, so I'm Team Spike. James knows. James knows. He was, Buffy was all, uh, she would have to pick that. And I'm wrong when that happens. But thank you. You look awesome. Thank you. Is that your hair? So cool. Rock on, sister. Right over here. Like I had an extra week because I couldn't 
do the cheer face. Like, I was, like, they're like, Liza, you look angry. Like, positively And angry. that is because like, I am angry. Stick in the face, like, yeah! And I was like, Ugh! And they're like, it's cheerful. It's cheerleading. Like, we need, like, they couldn't get that perma smile on my face. And so I had to do extra training. And then, and then on the day, um... Yeah, like the, the routines were, were really fun to shoot. And then we had a really good time doing the end sequence, the plays over oh, the credits. We were like doing the funky, <laughs> dancing, and singing, and that was, I think, the, the end sequence was my favorite. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. To Mickey. Mickey is so fun. Ooh, I like your little iPhone. Over here, we've just got a few minutes left. Uh, so I'll try to go fast. Well, yeah, huge, let's, let's try to get through.
just suit up and show up. Just say yes. Just go and ask questions. And like, just your time and being there is so is so valuable. And um, and you'll learn so much. And you'll meet other cool people. And and you know, next thing you know, you're like you're really part of something that's making a difference. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And before before we run out of time, I got a I got a little um, got a book I want to ask you about. Yeah. It's called, know the Black it's called the Black Company. Really awesome book series that we just uh, acquired the rights to, and we partnered with this cool ass writer named David Goyer, who did like the Batman movies, and we're going to be developing this and turning it into a, a TV series. This is fantastic. I mean, look at that. We got, we got swords and sharp, lots of sharp looking things on the cover yeah, of this thing. It's like tell, it's tell us, tell us what it is you love about this thing. It is military fiction set in like an epic dark fantasy world, and there are over ten books. And this is the first one. If you guys want to like get into it, and it's I guess the pitch that, that David uses is like it's it's Lord of the Rings meets SEAL Team Six meets kind of like in like a Game of Thrones type scope. So the lead uh, woman is a character named the Lady, and she's a dark sorceress, and that would be yours truly. And um, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be epic. My brother-in-law brought me the book about five years ago when we tried to get the rights, and Tim Miller from Deadpool had them, but thankfully he was working on Deadpool so much that he didn't get to do this, and then the rights came back to me. And now, uh, yeah, now we're making it, and it's gonna be rad. Awesome, well, I've got good news and bad news. Good news is uh, our last audience question is a fantastic question. I love it when we get to hear about things that you're passionate about, causes that you're a part of, that mean a lot to you. Bad news is we're, we're out of time, but the good news on the other side of the bad news is that you're here the rest of the weekend. I am. People can come see come you down me. in the I'll autograph hall. Table or we'll take pretty pictures. Wonderful yeah, photo ops. And thank you guys for coming and for having me. I'm really grateful. Now let's, let's hear it one more time for the Princess of Albania. Queen of our hearts. Eliza Dishku, thanks everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I should be drinking more water. Your Majesty. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Here we go.